Anime and Friendship Hour. Anime and Friendship. Nico! Anime and Friendship Hour. Anime and Friendship. Love Live! Friendship Hour. Pitter patter. Ooh. Oh my god. It's friendship. Oh, welcome to Anime and Friendship Hour. Anime Friendship Hour. <laughs> my name's Courtney. Courtney, Courtney, Courtney. <laughs> I'm acting like I enjoyed this. <laughs> Holy shit. We will have something to talk about. Well, complicated feelings <laughs> um my name is courtney magley i'm the host of anime and friendship hour my name is cody robson i am the co-host of anime and friendship hour and this is the show where we watch anime and because we're friends and we watch together we talk about it that's right and, and you're you, listening you, to the talking about part the talking talking part talking talking i would classify you as the anime expert the one in that knows context, yes and, and enjoys anime the most more than you more yes. than me um, and I, I would be. I know anime. I don't know if I en- always enjoy it. That's it's. Hey, it's not a genre. It's a medium. Oh, that's something I learned yeah. as the naive uh, uh, regular. Am I? That means sweep. Also naive. That's another thing I learned. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, so uh. <laughs> January eighth, two thousand eighteen. Is this the first one in the new year? Uh, I don't no. feel like it is. No, it is not. We should have recognized. We already recognized that. We already talked about resolutions. We had podcast New Year's. We had actual New Year's. Yeah, that's right. Soon we'll have Chinese New Year's. (gasps) We had Armenian Christmas. There we go. The Orthodox Christmas, right? Yeah. The the cross with the extra shit on it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I think it's it it has like a fun like medieval aspect to it. I get that I don't understand this culture at all, and I'm perhaps making light of it, but it feels more like a video game to me. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I think it's because it's just different enough to be like, all right. Also, there's some like really big. Is it Witcher? That's made in Poland. It is. They, that, they I think Orthodox. that's all they have. Yeah. I think you turn on the TV and it's nothing but the Witcher reruns <laughs> from the 90s. And to their credit, CD Projekt Red, like that game was like one of the biggest, most expensive, most expansive, like huge AAA titles the last couple of years. And they did a fucking great job. They so did, it, did... they are on the map as like one of the biggest developers so, right now. I thought it was like somehow published or whatever by a Polish company. Somehow like Polish-ish, but mostly right. made in America. Not at all. Not this at all. This is Poland. Right. Fuck. And this is why um, this the controversy co- that it was only white people were in the game mm, was kind me. of uh, more complicated by the fact that it was made in a country that is almost uniformly white. And that so it's is like, complicated. Right. Because us in America. You don't get mad the- at JRPGs for being all Japanese. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it is kind of like it, but it, I've heard things to not to just say that they get away with everything. It's just that uh, you can't really claim to be part of Polish culture and heritage going back thousands of years because, um, from what I understand, uh, because of the Inquisition, mm-hmm. most of that shit was destroyed, and so yeah. uh, Polish history is kind of whitewashed by the Catholic Church. Yeah, and I so see. F- therefore, you can't really use a history that no longer has evidence of it to not have any people of color in your game. It's interesting. Well, I wasn't even thinking history. I was thinking like the people who make it there. It's a monolithic on their day to day. Sure. Okay, How yeah, many yeah. non-white people are they going to meet? Definitely. That at, that holds up. Yeah. At the same time, I feel like if I was Polish, 
Would it be the kind of thing, like, if I was a Polish person and I played this game, I was like, you're totally making reference to Romani people, and you're being super racist about it. Yeah, see, that's the other problem, is it's like a Tolkien, right? It's like, yeah. oh, it's ancient England, and then all the people from the East or, or that are evil are, are dark-skinned. And it's like, well, is this supposed to be ancient Britain? And then yeah, even if it is, like... Yeah, and also it's a fantasy game, and there's like, like, like sorceresses. Fantasize some other people. Yeah, uh, come on. Anyway, I, their, their new game is going to be the um, um, Cyberpunk. It's Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, so shit. you got to throw some brown people in that. <laughs> I hope so. Am I allowed to say brown people? I That's the first time I felt comfortable ever I saying. believe it's um, brown X people. I'm sorry. That's awful. <laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. That's uh, <laughs> gold. We can be on the wrong side of history sometimes. We're as, humans. as long as we're in the historical record, I feel that we've accomplished a lot in this podcast. <laughs> Um, I was super into cyberpunk as like a, a genre, uh, uh, but I did love the new Blade Runner movie a lot. So. I didn't see it. I should watch it. I always felt like cyberpunk was an excuse for bad fashion. You don't like 80s? You don't like neon, big glasses, It's just hair, like, punky throw punk some punk. textures in there. Yeah. Why does everything have to be nylon? I, I have never really liked that, um, the fashion aspect of it either. But I do love near future. Yeah. I love anything that's within 100 years in the future mm-hmm. and not 1,000 years, right? Yeah, fuck 1,000 years. Then, then do whatever you want. Then, then, then bug aliens, we're not even, you know, who cares? We're not even cares? playing ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to know what when I'm on my deathbed, you know, what kind of gadget I'm poking at. <laughs> that's that's what See, I care thing- about. I'm interested in like 50 years in the future. Like, what do you think is going to happen with Medicare? <laughs> like, not enough that we can say in the next election, but like several things have to right. happen later. Are we going to be an adult country by then? This, yeah. This being America, uh, mm-hmm. where, where anime and French power uh, is recorded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How many terms will Oprah get? Hopefully five. Five terms. 20 years. Yeah. She'll definitely live that long. God, I hope. This has been Politics Corner, and we're not even checked in yet. Shit. Checkity China, what do you feel about the the upcoming 2018 midterm elections? I'm a chicken. Checkity China, you are a citizen (laughs) this society, and I will not accept. People don't have health care, Checkity China. That's a selfish position. Chickens never had health care. Fuck you, Cody. You don't know my life. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? That's a good point, Jackie China. Dang, I gotta check my privilege. You know, we on Christmas Day we got McDonald's, and I was eating it. And I'm like, dang it! If I had just gone to KFC, I would have been so like anime right now. <gasps> as we talked about, there's a tradition of getting KFC on, on Christmas. Oh, sorry, yeah. Jackie China. This is probably a, a sensitive topic for you. Bacardi bring it. Wrong side of history. What can I say? Uh, yeah. I did just try the ghost pepper wings at uh, Popeye's, and they're pretty fucking good. Oh, damn. Um, anyway, uh, check in Courtney. Uh, check in me. The news in my life is that I was in Monterey news and Monterey life. Uh, uh, I just did my first showcase that I like put together and hosted. You were in the paper. I was in the paper. If you go get... If you go to the city of Monterey a week ago <laughs> and get the Monterey Weekly, I'm in the entertainment thing. Yeah. Big color photo. I know. It's insane. I'm face. surprised I got color. Yeah. Huh. Busted out the real inkjet printer for that. I know, right? Did you show that to your parents? Yes. Oh, did they I'm love all... it? Is it on the fridge? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they like it. But as of all things to my parents, they have notes. Oh, no. <laughs> the thing. My mom was what? like, can you get the rest of the paper? And I was like. No, mom. I'm not going to fucking Monterey. You came the rest. Did of- you give the? Did you- I got the entertainment section. You didn't grab the whole thing. No. 
Do you want it? I have it. It's in my yes, car. I will take it. Why does she want it though? The proof I don't know, that's like mom. Why do you want it? <laughs> All right, this is a problem we can fix. I don't. She wants things to have around, then say that she needs to throw them away. Uh, <laughs> Check in, Cody. Check in, Cody. Uh, it's my birthday week. <gasps> Yay! It's on Saturday, so it's still like always away. I'm gonna assume that means happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, 33, which is starting to be more of like old person age. It is. Yeah, like early 30s is still like kind of trendy and hip. Yeah, and like grooving with my 18 to what is it? 18 to 30? No, it's um, it might be 18 to 45 male demographic that you're, you're talking about advertising and like God, like, I so, hate society. Right? Yeah. It's definitely not 18 to 45 for women not or anyone not who's not. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Uh, I do feel like early 30s is still like you're, you're cruising along. I feel like 36 to me, maybe 35 is the first year where you're like, oh, dang, you're almost 40. Yeah. And 40 is death, right? So it, it is. 40 starting... will always be death. <laughs> it's before... creeping on me. Is death in Chinese numerology. That makes sense. That makes sense. Man. Uh, make it past 44. You're a miracle worker. Uh, uh, so I don't know. I, I, it's, I, I, I'm trying to start a new creative endeavor in the last couple of years. And so there's like this ticking time bomb kind of in the back of my mind. And so every year is kind of like sad. But I still feel like 33, I can get away with murder yeah. in most ways. So I feel like I got a couple of years of not really worrying about it being an old person. But it's, it's happening soon. Really soon. You can still play high school. I have a terrible zit on my face right yeah, now. Yeah, you so, do. God, you fuck do. you. <laughs> you can take a little edge off of the honesty. Not, it looks like it's coming down. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. I'll have you're you so know. I'll have you know. Today, I messaged my doctor about removing the fucking cyst on my back. That's also great. There's a cyst on your back. Yeah, we, you, you. I, I accidentally revealed too much about it when we went to sushi the other week because. <laughs> as fuck i, I know because you asked a follow-up question so i kept talking and you're like no i was talking about that i just wanted the weed and i was like what oh <laughs> i thought i had your attention um anyway i'm getting old and falling apart and stupid uh but uh for my birthday uh we're going to the city going up to the city That's right, and we're gonna go to our team yep abandoning the improv team abandoning uh, the sketch show abandoning the sketch show all my responsibilities. I'm okay. uh, gonna see uh, uh, Paul F. Tompkins, my comedy hero, and most people's comedies hero because he's a fucking hero. perfect, perfect person. He's perfect. Uh, I even bought a suit this year, so I can really like play up the whole PFT angle. You gonna uh, go to the PFT tribute? No, suit? that'd be too. That'd be too hand jobby. <laughs> it definitely would. It, it'd be like wearing like um. That's like, like the band's T-shirt. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Which I'm not super against if it's just a T-shirt, but like I don't know. I also I bought it for New Year's. I bought a whole suit. I went to Nordstrom's and I was like dressed. It me. looked very sharp. Thank you. Uh, I I don't know what the next thing I could possibly wear it would be. You know, like Amy and I could go like go out. Um, Amy, uh, uh friend of friend of the show, uh, and her own woman and my wife, <laughs> uh, mother of cats. We could go to like uh, an anniversary dinner or like Ooh. her birthday or something, and then dress up if we're going something fancy. But other than that, like what what my, what, what the Fourth of July? Like what the fuck? Is, when do people dress up? You know, if it's on a Valentine's Day, bitch. Valentine's Day. Oh, that's right before we go to San Diego. Yeah. We've never really done the Valentine's Day on Valentine's Day, but you're right. That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. If you're just looking for suit excuses, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of am because I kind of yeah. want to get some mileage out of this thing. It's nice to have nice clothes. It 
I you felt really very... should be rich if you're going to have nice clothes because the nice clothes are going to make you want to do nice things. Yeah. And you do enough nice things, you have enough nice things, then you're spending rich people money. Ooh, we got an update from Amy. I did short form improv in a I was like Jeff Davis, who always wears suits and he does improv. Oh, no. We got a fact check coming in. We coming in hot. Coming in hot. Not even a fact check. To Amy, assumingly addressed to me. Whatever, Mr. Hallmark, you keep your Valentines to yourself. <laughs> I'm just trying to help a soup boy out. <laughs> a soup boy. Huh? I'm surprised I didn't ruin it. I like rolled on the ground. Like you should not do theater in a, in a no Hugo no, Boss shouldn't. suit. Um, okay, what so anyway, happens? I don't know Martin Luther King Day. That's from February, right? <laughs> well, no. Black History Month, but you can't wear it the whole month. It could you? Can't wear the whole month. I was told I only can dry clean it once a year. <laughs> so that's really ha- you I got to stay away from oil based <laughs> stains and uh, marinara sauce. I guess I, I don't know. What it's- would Italian Cody do? What Italian Cody do? <laughs> he just Italian Cody just eating olive oil <laughs> and marinara all day. Th- thin crust pizza, <laughs> exactly. What's 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 fancy after February? Uh, what happens in March? Yeah, I. Uh, what happens in April? Amy's birthday. Oh, do that. Okay, what next month? The solstice. <laughs> what are you wicked? That's the opposite of fancy, I think. You should wear as little clothes as possible for solstice right. if you're gonna celebrate it. Uh, do it right. <laughs> we could incorporate anime and friendship hour, and then have a corporate. Uh, launch party <laughs> with all our investors. <laughs> I I really want to do that just for the fuck of it. Um, I'm checked in. Checked it. We are very checked in. I'll say. <laughs> I'd expect judgment from. I thought more the better from Checkity China over there, but I'm the chicken here. I think I can decide. <laughs> Runs a tight ship. <laughs> well, I think it's because of some remarks you made earlier. Oh, oh just ghost peppers. <laughs> They're good. Good stuff. Your monster. <laughs> what did we watch this week? We watched School Love Live School Idol Project. Love Love Live. Love Live. Love, not Love Live. Could I be. Mean, could be. But come on, boy. School on. Idol Love Live. Project. Champion of the Bechtel test, <laughs> as I believe every single line in every single episode has said right. to a woman by a woman about not a man. That's true. I, I, it's possible. This is going to be another episode where we have you're not wrong, but I have a different perspective. <laughs> Courtney's perspective. <laughs> I wasn't really challenge- championing this as a feminist. Uh, oh, okay. Then we're on the same page. But I just thought it was... we Earlier in the show, we had struggled to find any examples before like Utena yeah, that true. passed it at all. And then while I was on episode three of this, I was like, wait a minute. There are no boys. There's there no, no men in this show. Nuh-uh. It's a little refreshing. Yes. Um, it, it is kind of basic in one note, but it, like fun that angle is like... Yeah, it's, yeah, it is fun. It yeah. is fun. Yeah. Okay. So this is a, this is a, a school-based uh, uh comedy it's a comedy uh, uh and this is an idol show yeah it's about girls dancing and singing yeah how much do you know about idols we talked about them a little bit yeah i know that um it's 
it's essentially just a, a boy band or girl pop group mm-hmm. like we would have yeah. uh, in, in the United States of America. Uh, but they're they're a little kind of um, drummed up in like the the fantasy like uh, persona as a little yeah. like they're a character is made. And so it's like even though like in the Backstreet Boys, it's like there's the cute one and there's the yeah. adult like there's still like archetypes in ours. Yeah, there's less like mythology. There's less like mythology. The people themselves are probably still acting mostly like themselves. Right. And they're not like consciously putting something on. Like like some random dude of of um One Direction could get on Twitter and just like tweet his own thoughts. Yes. But exactly. an idol in Korea or Japan Cannot do that. could never uh-uh. just have their they own have, Twitter. No. Insane. It's, it is part of a product. They might have a Twitter, but they're yeah. not going to say anything real. Right, exactly. Yeah. Everything is part of like a, the product that is their idol group or whatever. Yeah. And so uh, there's huge fandoms around it, it seems. Uh, mm-hmm. It's incredibly popular across many demographics, uh, I understand. I mostly have a K-pop uh, uh, perspective yeah, on this. I don't I know don't... if it's that different, but like I figure if you walk around a mall, you'll hear yeah, J-pop or hear... K-pop. How do I... Jap, as, far as I know them... Korean idols and Japanese idols are kind of different in that. So in Japan, you will have like musical artists and they might be referred to as idols, but there's this also other level of idols, which is the, what this is more representative of, representative of, is where they're specifically girls who are being cute and these cute girls are being marketed towards men. Right. And this, and how do I say it? So there's Kyari, and she's a J-pop uh, idol, and she, not that she's a mar- she has a marketing team, sure, and sure this marketing considers men. It might even put most of their consideration on how to appeal to men. Sure, uh, I don't actually think that's true in Kyari's case, but let's just say someone yeah, yeah. in that level, even say. But this type of idling is really based on the fans being into it. It's perpetuated by the fans. Whereas it's not so much the record sales and large numbers, or how do I put it? You're not selling out stadiums. You're going to malls and shit, oh. and you're relying on those fans who are fans of you to come out. It's a little more niche. It's a little. That's what I'm looking for. So I'm trying to in J-pop versus K-pop, and then K-pop, uh, your group will like go on a competition or a music show, and a lot of times they. Uh, you have to get your fans to vote for you so you can stay on that show and perform next week. Right. And um, so it is n- still... I feel like K-pop idol music is like more pervasive because then they're also on shows all the time. K-pop is more representative of popular music in yes. Korea. Whereas We're, J-pop is not more... not necessarily representative of what... Is more like a social media star. Yes. Okay. That's a very subtle distinction. But yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't listen to almost, I don't know anything about J-pop, but these songs were very close in music yeah. to the K-pop that I've heard mm-hmm. before. So I get that they're similar How in that respect, but that I get the cultural relevance is You different. could have an idol group that is very popular among people who like these dudes who like, like idol groups and who... Not, they're not necessarily dudes. I'm sorry, but there's a, a big contingency yeah, yeah. of dudes. They are yeah. really popular among them, but they might not even be known by any other like rando Japanese person who doesn't like right. put effort into keeping tabs on that. 
It's like an emo band. Yes, but <laughs> cute girls. Right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so this, the the premise of this is these are uh, girls going to high school, and their high school is going to shut down, mm-hmm. and the main one get is Honora. Honaka. Honaka is uh, is different. Uh, who I call red hair, and then later would have to There's change. Too many to, red hair. Too many red hairs. So many red hairs. So many red hairs. My old <laughs> shorthand is going to work anymore. Uh, they find that that high schools make uh, idol groups, mm-hmm. and that this is like a draw and part of the brochure. I don't know if this is real. I don't know either. I don't know. I mean, a larger part of this that I'm realizing is that um, high schools, especially like what it looks like private high schools, are more like what we think of as college yeah. in America, and then their college is more like grad school. So you apply to get into a high school, you mm-hmm. take entrance exams, they're very stressful, and then also the co- the high schools have to compete with each other for mm-hmm. the interests of the best students. And like yeah. this does not describe high school in America <laughs> at all. Right, like no. if you're super rich and you want to send your kids to the best high school, then it'll maybe a little bit of that. But otherwise, you kind of live somewhere, and then mostly you go to you, the high you school. Go where to you... that high school, right? So uh, this I is... had a crazy thought the other day. This off topic of the show, but anytime in an anime they want to show that kid is like really smart or like somehow extraordinary, they're like, oh yeah, they studied overseas, what? and usually they mean America, and I'm like. Bitch, do you know what American schools are like? Uh, like you can get stabbed, and that's a real reality. <laughs> yes, they're way more dangerous. Uh, but also, like Japanese, like like high school and below is so like mythologically difficult and high yeah. pressure. Like, where in the world are you going to get a more intense education? They I go to, know, right? They go to school on Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday. I mean, if you want to have a character's like, yeah, I started in. Uh, America, and also now I know critical thinking. Now that you could do. If you're saying like you broke out of your cultural norms and got a perspective. Oh, I was going to say like you are required to write a paper where you write a book and you had to say what you thought of it instead of like education in Japan is very rote memorization based. Oh, and we're more individualistic, like find a yeah, perspective. Like, I remember cool. when I went to high school, I don't, I don't know if it's necessarily the same at a public school, but there is so much like you have to, t- like, have you... I've never seen an anime with a debate club. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no, I don't think so, there's any difference here between pri- private and public. If anything, I feel like a, a public school would be more like this. Yeah, like, you gotta do this. You have to learn how to make a speech because people will want you to talk about things. You have to prove a point. Yeah, you gotta write a paper on something. It's not like there's a right answer. It's yeah. just you have to defend yourself and have perspective. And the teacher can be like, wow, you're like a naive piece of shit, but you defend yourself and with eloquence, so yeah. I'm giving you an A. I hate that shit. It's like, you don't fuck about shit. I... I didn't like it, and it was a lot of work. But looking back, I uh, I'm glad I learned the skills to argue yeah. a salient point. Because as I've gotten older, there are so many adults that don't even understand what an argument is, mm, and true. are really they're this like here's my opinion, and then here's our a series of sentences that have something to do with it. Yeah, and I'm like those aren't connected. This is like self contradictory. Like it's just, yeah. It's not even like the super logic like club people. Like I fucking hate that too. But like I just like like as much as did you get the uh, five paragraph essay shoved in your face? Sure. Yeah. It, but that the basic idea behind that yeah. like is it's so good. usable in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you're just gonna like type an angry Facebook message, you know. Yeah. So like I as I look back on it fondly, but I fucking hated it growing mm-hmm. up. So one of the best things that ever happened to me in college and i'm a person who is very kind of underwhelmed by my college experience yeah it was when i took a writing class and the teacher's like you know five pit uh paragraph essay things yeah and we're like yeah it's like hey 
fuck that. You've been doing this for years. So you know how to write. You don't have to get five paragraphs. So you can make your thing in less than. Do it. Don't give me a shitty closing right. paragraph. If you can just close it in that other paragraph. Good. Exactly. It's like, thank you. That's Thank you for allowing me to write like a fucking human. <laughs> and I, I, that's most hard things you learn is you learn crazy structure first. And yeah. everything is boring and sounds the same. Yeah. And then... Once you've learned like the rules behind that, now you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But the point is, yeah, it's like improv. Don't be funny, but then later be funny now that you aren't a piece of shit. That's true. And I'm gonna make a statement. It's like stand up. You should learn how to like make a joke and then have a thing and then yeah, set a punchline. Give it a part where people know to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah or sketch. Do it by the numbers. Do it by the numbers. Then don't do it by numbers. But don't start thinking you're yeah. You have genius. to do shitty open mics where your jokes are rock solid and then you can go to a club and kind of just talk about bullshit and have people laugh this has been uh comedy condescending comedy condescending monterey comedy legend (laughs) i'm not even from monterey please the this color photograph was at least five by six inches true area i know they color. wanted me to like go down and take a picture and i kept saying yes but i didn't want to go down oh, you should have had a new picture it might have, the picture was great the picture was great. you could have had another picture i know it, i could have and i wouldn't even have to pay for it no oh what the fuck were you talking about japanese high school they're going to japanese high school their school is closing down oh. uh honoka We'll call her Honks. That's what the fandom honks? talks about. Do they really? That's amazing. Yeah, but except the Love Life fandom is gross. The what? Love Life fandom oh. is loser dudes on 4chan. I don't even want to know. I was hoping this was for girls. <laughs> Bitch, you dumb. <laughs> I guess. How does this ever be for girls? I I thought it was for like middle school girls that like idols. Here's the thing. Oh, no. Like I said, idols, this kind of idol thing is most almost exclusively targeted at dudes. Well, that is gross. Cause and I, they, I was enjoying this on a very pleasant, mm-hmm. playful, plutonic, not gross, obsession dude kind of way. Yeah. I mean, I don't and know. And if that was the target of the show, right, we're, the show isn't responsible for its fans to a point. Except it's made for those fans. Uh, okay. Yeah. There, there wasn't a lot of crazy sexualization in this. There's a couple weird they, things that happened. Crazy weird. Uh, um, no shower scenes. No shower scenes, but the uh, constant zoom in on the legs and the skirts. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. The fandom as I know it is largely dudes. Yeah. Shitty dudes on 4chan. I get that. Yeah, yeah. This uh, didn't seem as indulgent as to make me think that was what's going on, but if you're telling me that's what's going on, I 100% believe it. Yeah. I don't know how much young girls in Japan are into... Maybe they are into idols. I don't know. This universe will let you believe that a lot of them are, but the the fact that there are only girls in this universe. Yeah, I went to one idol performance when I was in Japan, and it was basically all dudes. We were the only... Yikes. There was me and two chicks, and that was the only non-dudes there. That's crazy. Yeah. Shit. So I feel like I know what I'm talking about. No, you do. I'm not quite challenging that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you're you're coming off you, the, un, the unnamed listener. The unnamed. You're coming off on a negative foot on this. I feel like I'm coming off on a positive foot, I, but I feel like that background informs yeah. our, our difference of perspective here How a lot. How do I say this? So I know their fandom is gross, and for that, I can never fully embrace love life. But I also know their fandom is crazy obsessed. Wow. And to the point where it's as like, if these are real if idols. If it's this obsessed, 
there's something going on. <laughs> and that's always been my take on Love Live. I see. And there is something going on here. There's some things to like here. Oh, I see. There's some redeeming value. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. so it's about creating these girls that you as a fan, you're going to fall in love with one of them, and you're going to be accept- obsessed with them, and you're going to get all the merchandise for this girl, or maybe several other girls, and you're just going to fucking... As a marketing put, yeah, definitely. Pour money into this shit. Much you're like actual idols. Like, yes, they're following that template. exactly. And they said, okay, what do greasy, do, do greasy <laughs> lonely dudes like? Well, they like anime. Nice they like out. idols. But they have to, their anime and their idols don't really collide a lot. Oh, wait, we can make that happen. This is going to be a fun two perspectives on this. <laughs> I am ready to launch into a 45-minute essay on why this High school based show is in every way narratively superior to My Hero Academia. <laughs> I can't wait. And I don't disagree. <laughs> Go on. I well, I'm not gonna get in all yet, but all right, let's let's recap. I we largely can... was positive on this. I thought it largely respected its audience as a storytelling listener. I thought it was largely honest and straightforward with what mm-hmm. it was doing. I thought it told a story or showed a story instead of narrating it even mm. with the narration at the beginning i thought its characters were more accessible and less completely shitty in every way and stupid and crap that we had to sit through it was still slow there was still dumb moments i thought the comedy was kind of more honest and straightforward yeah. than my hero academia uh and people love my hero academia and i don't get it and i don't get it and we just talked to our good friend in monterey go on about carl how good it was on. uh future friend of the show carl and we'll have him on we'll do an initial d and we're all gonna love it and then uh i i I don't i don't get it guys i oh oh all right let's go on uh let's get started i guess oh episode one again the school is closing down honks she wants to save it and so the the thing is not enough people are joining the school yeah so they had three classes of third year two classes of second year and only one class of first year yeah so that would be there would be zero classes of next year right um, and so they can't, at first she thinks she's getting kicked out of school. Yeah. And then they say, okay, no, 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 it's your grant. Like we'll, we'll flush it. Everyone yeah. that's in the school is finishing up is finishing, which I'm curious how the faculty is going to work out on that. Uh, but then no, I'd imagine no faculty who are no longer needed. will find other jobs at other schools. Maybe they'll sub for a while. It's <laughs> a very practical answer. <laughs> I just thought <laughs> and she comes from a family that went to this institution for a long time. Mm-hmm. Her mom's got like a scrapbook of all her favorite times and it fucking, Shot the put practice or whatever. Huge history they say they have like yeah. an old well and a uh, a little shrine there. And but stuff. they're not really the best at anything. They're just yeah. kind of like they're just you know, and, and it's important to their family. So I get the it's, legacy aspect. I, I can't think of an equivalent of a school that's been around for a while and doesn't have shit going for it. I, uh, well, okay, so the, what we were saying, like, maybe Wisconsin. I, no, no, no. Like the the analog here is colleges. And I think there's probably a hundred of those in, in uh, the U.S. Where it's like this college was founded in 1910. Yeah, it's That's sixth place okay. in the third best athletic conference. It's its chemistry department is tenth in the nation, and that's yeah. our shining point. You know, like there's a lot of those like little, not True. bad, but like they don't. You know, every other like powerhouse university with a billion dollar grant or billion dollars is probably nothing, like a trillion <laughs> dollar grant or whatever. I mean, a trillion dollars. I'm not good at math right now. I'm just saying it's easy to get strong armed out of uh, uh, competition when there are, at least in America, a thousand universities. Yeah. We should say that when when they're like, oh, you studied abroad. And for high school, that's laughable in Japan. Yeah. But for university, College, not bad. America is still tops yeah. in the vast majority of cases. 
uh, Trump's America aside. Um, but I can sure. see that I can see that being a thing. That is a thing. And I think a lot of Japanese people found their way here mm. to live in America and their families live in America through our university that, system. That's right? true. Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. In my uh, knowledge, the most the biggest way Japanese people came to America is by uh, starting up farms in Southern California. Oh, like historically, like back historically, like, yeah. like before, like the internship camp. Yeah, sort of. yeah. That's that's how they got the internment. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you know any like? I've I've been on the West Coast for a while now. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Taiwanese people and a lot of Chinese people. Um, we do I know not a lot have of a large South share. Asian people, and then um, Southeast Asian people. Yeah. Japan. Um, I I think we said on before we did show before. In fact, the last episode, I think we don't have a large Japanese population. We do have a Japan town. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know why we don't. I think it's. If I had to say, um, so when Japanese people came over here uh, from Japan, oh, God, there was such a big section of it in my college history class. Um, again, they mostly came over to set up and ended up setting up uh, farms, like orchards and stuff. And most of that happened in Southern California. Oh. So I think because there's like, if you're coming from Japan to America and you're going to go to the West Coast... Well, you could go to San Jose or go a few <laughs> miles, like, you for you a way. few miles down and be with other Japanese people. Yeah, that's, okay, so the cultural kind yeah, of Yeah, so is that. there's already a home there. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's closing. Um, the, the, the younger sister of Honks yeah. is looking at other schools. One of these other mm-hmm. schools is big-ass city college school. Yeah. <laughs> big-ass high-rise tower. Um and and uh uh Honks is like enamored with all the things they have and she I think fucks off to go visit it. I might mm-hmm. be jumping ahead. Realize oh they have not a group. They have a singing group. They're big billboard. Yeah like, yeah they like have they big have screen a TV idol group. And this, everyone's this... freaking out about them. Yeah and she's like sees everyone freaking out about this idol group and she's like I got it. We gotta put together a band. <laughs> so she has her two best friends Umi and Kotori, and Umi and Kotori. Both are notable for two, a thing. Umi recently revealed to be William Shatner's favorite love life girl. <laughs> I know, right? He's an Umi guy. He's an Umi guy. I'm definitely and now not here's an Umi some guy. shit. Here's some shit. Um, people said Umi, not Maki or Nico. Yeah. And he said, if I want like Umi, not Maki, and then like if I wanted someone stubborn, I'd choose Maki or Nico. And I feel like Umi's stubborn. She's really well. Yeah, I, she's not. She's less aggro. Is she's thing. less aggro. Yeah. She's. I think she's at the same stubbornness level, but it won't come out as much because she's more mature, mature, reserved. Yeah. yeah. Maki's mature. Were you telling me about this recently? I remember this, or I, I saw feel it like on, I told you about this. Yeah, but I didn't know any of these characters. So no, maybe, but now we do. Now we do. <laughs> oh, and Katari's notable for. Uh, um, she looks like Rowlet being the best. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, we need to talk about that. Oh, wait, but who, she looks like Rowlet, the Pokemon. Growlithe. Row, not Rowlet. The, the round owl, owl. Oh, wait, there's a Sfeel analog in the Bird Kingdom? Yeah, it's one of the newest starters from Alola. Oh. Uh, See, I'm I'm on Pokemon Go times. So I just learned about Gen 3 and only most of them. And you get to be called a millennial? Fuck you. <laughs> I started millennials. <laughs> I was the first to be nervous to talk on the phone. <laughs> Um, but it's interesting you mentioned the word the best. <laughs> so let's say our best girl on three. One, two, three. Katori. Maki. 
But the runner-up, Katori. Thank you. Katori's the most fun, right? Yeah. I don't know. I feel you know me. Maki's I like... the cutest. Maki is the, the most fun, red-haired, purple-eyed piano yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. She is the cutest, and her too cool for school attitude is fun. It's fun, but, but then I feel like ugh, you're right. You know, I like Chie in Persona 4. I like the fun yeah. one. You're, you're okay. She's always. I said Maki to say something different, but I'm honestly they're tied for me. Aww. Kotori and Maki are like, and I love Kotori's dumb hair. <laughs> it is pretty weird. It's, it's like got this loop thing on the side yeah, that like, like, goes the over. Fuck? But Maki, I feel it's like a real is traffic so... intersection. <laughs> and I know Maki gets good because she's like one of the biggest like followings. Oh really? So I feel like I feel a lot of that is purple eyes and crimson hair. What? I feel a lot of that is crimson hair with purple eyes. Not untrue. When I make a character in a video game, it's often a woman, and if there's purple for eye color, I often pick it. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know what that says, but it's an unrealistic beauty standard. <laughs> not exist. And yet, a bunch of greasy dudes are, are drawn to it, even if they take yeah. showers. Uh, <laughs> that's where I'm at. George R.R. Uh, R. Martin. The uh, um. No. What? Yeah, no, the Targaryens are supposed to have purple eyes, I believe. Oh, cool. I expect they, to get a confirmation or denial from Amy in a few minutes. I thought you were going to say he likes honks, and I was like, come on. How many old dudes are into this American populace? I bet he has an opinion. <laughs> uh, Who would he like? Who? The one that's the youngest that has the most... <laughs> Sexual touching happening. I guess that would be. Oh, we do know that one as in episode three uh, would be. Um, would that uh, be Maki? No, uh, uh, library glasses. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, anyway, um, uh, she, she, tried, she has to convince her friends to, to join the club. And then there's a student council that's in charge of clubs. And they're saying, no, you can't make a new club. So the student council president's kind of keeping them down. Student council vice president's kind of rooting for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're having an argument. And then uh, honks and the the girl squad are having an argument and it's kind of this like back and forth like two conversations that are like kind of spliced together and yeah. i i actually thought to myself i'm like i don't see this level of, like direction and cinematography in most animes like it wasn't a big deal but it was like i'm so used to like the most basic like mm. narrative and shots and ever like some things can be beautiful artistically mm-hmm. but this was like two conversations spliced together really fast tempo mm, that I made see. sense yeah being spliced together and i was like okay like i was maybe i was finding ways to root for this but i liked it that's fair. um all it's right all, not wrong not wrong that's all i'm shooting for uh every episode uh the intro song is mostly the same and then at the end they always have another song mm-hmm. so there is definitely just like a sing and dance element to this oh yeah um but it's it's, it's pretty there's some 3d the sing and dance element is one of the best elements of it okay cool. once i get over the weird 3d dancing <laughs> you think that's weird it's like um the end of high school dxd where it's a little too fluid yeah and then it's like their limbs, when you see it in 3D, are so sticky, and they don't, they're not shaped like human limbs. A little robot yeah. yeah. There's also a very particular, on Japanese idols, there's a particular aesthetic to the dancing. And it's yep. very limmy, and not yes. so much with being fluid and actually any dancing. It's kind of a lot of walking to a place. In a fun way, <laughs> and putting your hand in places in a fun way. Yeah, and you're not really getting a lot of motion with the whole body. That would be more Western club dancing, where it's just like simulated sex kind of deal, a little bit. 
have like or like ballet or like ballroom dancing or like any other kind of dancing all right that's fair that's fair yeah i get you it is it is very punch and kick yes focused yeah Um, okay episode two uh, yeah. Uh, um. So ep- episode one, they're gonna make a club. Episode two, let's get down to business. Yeah. They they push forward on the club. The vice president now has tarot cards and reads mm-hmm. them. This is a super fun thing that they don't explore for many episodes. That I wish it was a bigger deal. Um. But basically, vice president's on their side, secretly mm-hmm. thwarting the president. Um. And is otherwise a cheerful, fun, supportive character, with one uh, big exception that comes up. <laughs> uh. The uh, honks loves eating bread. And by bread, I mean some sort of like crisp t- pop tart looking thing. Yeah. Uh, and they keep saying they're going to make you fat. And she's like, yeah, and just eats it more. So yeah. I like her attitude. Um, is bread just, you just, is that a thing you just eat? I think they, uh, I think it can be. I think also the bread for just eating is usually sweeter. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's like a, a. But Japanese bread is hella good. Yeah. It's hella good. It's soft and fluffy. I love it. Ooh. Um, it's. Um, I think the closest American uh, thing I can find to it is like the oral wheat buttermilk bread. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's such good bread. Is it it's, like like angel it's cake? It's white kind of deal? bread, but it's not like super sweet like a, mm. a wonder bread. Oh, okay. It's 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 buttery and sweet. Okay. It's All right. good shit, <laughs> boy. Um, they post on the bulletin board that they're going to have a concert in a month or Hawks does this without telling anyone because they're yeah. pushing forward. Um, okay. I want to talk about this. Uh, every school thing I've seen so far in Japan in anime or video games, the bulletin board is this big deal. Yeah. And like everyone will gather around it and they'll learn a lot of things mm-hmm. and they'll check in on it once a day. I never had any concept of this whatsoever. School, yeah. No. Okay. Okay. So I guess this is just a cultural difference. Like we had, yeah. we had like closed circuit television that would have like a PowerPoint on it and tell us about things that was on like in yeah. between classes and whatnot. I guess that's the equivalent of this. I mean, it was illegal to post grades True. publicly on a, on a bulletin board. And in Japan, it happens all the time. Right. You got to anyway, publicly shame people <sighs> into getting better grades. Suicide rate. Okay. Yep. Um, <laughs> Uh, Katori starts sketching costumes for them, uh, and then, um, whoa, okay, so this is the first, like, dissonance with their school uniforms that comes up, is that Umi looks at the sketch and says, oh my god, that's a mini skirt, I could never wear a skirt that short. She's yet, currently wearing a, a shorter very short skirt. skirt. Yes. Yeah. And, and to the point where she even, uh, claims, well, maybe I'll just wear my school uniform instead, and it's... Like, it's I, not going to be better. Did someone write this and then someone draw this? And it was like, these they, they're in school uniforms. This is, I guess, for men. Yeah. Therefore, this, they have to be this short. And they just did not care that this completely contradicted mm-hmm. like the dialogue yeah. that was written. Exactly. Okay. Well, I did have that figured out. <laughs> um, they but to... also, they the person who wrote this wrote her being shy about uh, wearing a short skirt so that a fan could be like, oh, she's shy. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> True. Shoot me shy about my dick. <laughs> That's the thought process. I see. I did notice in in a lot of idol groups, it's all about the upper thighs. Yes. There's not a lot of it cleavage. There's not a lot of ass. Uh, uh, or... Absolute territory. What's that? That's territory in the leg between the skirt and the high knee socks. Absolute. Yeah, it like has the to be. Vodka? A, you want it to be like a certain ratio. What? Like like a golden ratio of like thickness? of skin that's showing. Yes, it's like like a 
like a thigh gap or I don't know. This is, this is I'm much not more a leg guy. Than a thigh gap. I don't know anything. Oh, you were saying like what you reveal. So yeah. So above your knee, you have right. the, the, the high, high, high knee socks. Yeah. And then you have your skirt and the skin that's showing in that area. You want that to be like a golden ratio type of thing. Cause I don't know. It's Japan and ratios are big, baby. I had just learned in Persona 5 about the silver ratio, which is more prevalent in Japan than the golden ratio. Oh, I... It's a little what? More, it's a little more square, and it's why they use the B2 or B5 paper, which is a little more square. I love the silver ratio, then. I don't know anything about it. I, 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 I'm learning so much. Maybe it's a silver ratio. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Are you saying the thickness of your leg will dictate how much length it you have It might, to... yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. This was never something that really appealed to me uh, uh, personally, uh, uh, but I did notice that this was like the emphasis of, mm. of idol sexuality, especially because they're like pretty young, so you can't like do the traditional like yeah, no boobs, just, right? So it's also like, um a thing with idols. We saw this in Satoshi Kon one. We watched it with Adrian. Oh, um the the blue um, yeah the blue girl. No, it's on the blue, blue girl. That's that's a hentai. Oosh. Perfect yeah. blue. Perfect blue. Jesus. <laughs> I always got that confused. Uh, um, A lot about idol stuff is the fantasy that they are available to right. you, the fan. Right, they're single. So if you're a person who's a fan of them, if I'm a marketing person, and I want you to be a fan of this uh, uh, girl, then I'm assuming, because you live in the same weird patriarchal society i do then maybe you don't want your girl you want to think of as your girl showing your tits to everyone oh so the modesty is part of like they're saving yeah oh shit there is levels to this i was not considering yes i thought it was for girls (laughs) also i think cleave is just fashion wise not as popular in japan yeah no i could get that yeah um still levels What? There's still all these levels. Levels of cleavage. Level. I mean that, and the level. It's the fashion. Oh, layer, thing. layers it's of, also of the how they possessiveness present. of the fans. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Okay, it's all together. Uh, um. So Katori's making. So this is these girls. They have to like pull their skills together to make this happen. Yeah, practice. And it's exercise like this narrative. This thing that happens in fictional shows where they can be like, we have to accomplish a task. Yeah. Well, I'm just a normal high school student, but I'm I'm secretly great at this thing. Just on the side, it's not even the thing I really care about. <laughs> but I am good at it because that's what needs to be done. I feel like they are honest with their flaws and their practice doesn't seem easy. And they're also had a frank conversation about how they don't have to be perfect at it because it's just a high school idol, that's not a real true. idol. But And I'd like to contrast that with my academia. That's that, I like that. My counterpoint is that is when they're doing the performances at least to what we've watched we don't really see them fucking up a lot no and also and also costumes are crazy expensive to make uh, yeah and if they threw some shit together with like well let's see what we all have in our closet yeah, what match no what way. does i have that what do i have that matches what you have about what can we do one of them's rich Exactly, but they all got costumes made, and 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 one rogue person recording in the audience had multiple camera angles perfectly edited together on a YouTube video. So yes, that absolutely uh, was ridiculous. The thing I appreciated was we were not introduced to this character saying, 
I want to be an idol. That's all I care about. No one said I could be an idol. And for these reasons, I couldn't be an idol. But man, my life would be worthless if I wasn't an idol. Then one day, oh my God, I get to be an idol. Holy shit. And that's the whole series. Yeah. You know, like the hero's journey doesn't start that way for a reason. I get that it's trite at this point. Mm. But like Luke Skywalker and Harry Potter didn't start with my whole life needs to be me being a superhero. And then hooray, I'm a superhero. Like the, they, her, her motivation honks here is to save her school. And yeah. while this seemed like a very convenient thing to do, and while she maybe didn't refuse the call, but her friends kind of did it, it felt it a lot more, more realistic. Yes. Yeah. And that's what I felt most insulted by, by fucking my hero academia and maybe some other animes. Like you can't like the tennis one or whatever, you know, the idea that, the show can't conceive of you as a person who like wants a character that is more than just what the point of the show is. Right. Yeah. And they have no concept of how many people there are on the world and why they may be. It's just the I'm special thing. Mm. Right. No, I don't feel like any of these characters are just screaming. I'm, there's one we meet later. Yeah. But that's kind of her point is she's yeah. got her head up her ass. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's played well. So it's I think that's what rubbed me the wrong way about that. And this show was more straightforward about that. So I might be letting it get away with murder on a few other fronts <laughs> as a result. Um, the name of the group? Muse. Muse. The Greek letter Mu. Mu. Uh, Muse. What, what, what's your favorite Muse song? Ooh, Muse. Uh, um, uh, so there's a song, Super Magic Black Hole, which I yeah. I like that song. I always and have always believed will always believe it's about a vagina no one ever agrees with me <laughs> i always believe that's what it's supposed to be about you're a lyrics person a very like breathy voice <laughs> about all of this and it's like that has to be what it's about <laughs> uh, no one's breathy for no reason <laughs> they have to be talking to a vagina apparently <laughs> jesus yes how about you I, I don't think you can beat Knights of Sidonia. I, I knew you were going to say Knights of Sidonia. I, I know it's dumb and probably. Is it the song or is it the music video? And I was about to say a lot of it's the music video. Music that whole album, though, that whole album, like Starlight at the beginning or whatever, this is a fucking amazing yeah. album. I love Remember Muse. when Muse and The Killer started? They sounded so similar, but then they went so different. Oh, I, I came at them different. I came from Muse as a, um, a poppy prog rock band, mm. and then The Killers was a palatable pop rock band band like i came from from killers from pop rock and i came from muse from prog rock oh and now that you're saying this yes they're both british and and they're the the poppiest Muse song sounds like the progiest killers are not british they're not brandon flower like if you listen to sam's town it is aggressively american oh they're like i'm from las vegas and i grew up in the country and my you still got a son and it's like trying really hard (laughs) to be the the that's what the people always say like you're trying really hard to be bruce springsteen jesus christ well you could have fooled me but the sound you're right this they enter the venn diagram has an almost perfect overlap Mm. of sound Uh, Uh, the killers Brandon Flowers is what happens when Bruce Springsteen uh, does like popular like a uh, 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 voice like <laughs> okay. I always thought that the Killers were a more emo Franz Ferdinand. Mm, that's not wrong. I love Franz Ferdinand. At least I did. I don't know what they're doing. I love the Killers. Oh god, I don't <laughs> care if they're shit. I like them a lot. Anyway, I thought it was funny that it's a play on words. Their name. That's also the name of a very popular band. <laughs> that's <is> awesome. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, episode three. Oh, no, at the end of episode two. Okay, we got to figure out what's going on here. They're at the shrine. This is yeah. where they like practice and shit. And the vice president, long hair. Uh, Maki. Oh, oh, they introduced Maki in episode two. Yes. Okay, so there's a there's a one that plays piano a first year. She pra- plays pr- piano. She plays piano. 
Yeah. And she sings very well. And Hanukkah's like enamored with her. We could use someone that's good at music. That's a yeah. good thing. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to do music. Shit. <laughs> and um, she gets Maki to write a song for them. Yeah. Yeah. And but then the ep- end of the episode, Maki is watching them at the shrine. And she's like, huh, wow, they're really dedicated to this. And then. Yeah. The vice president just like grabs Maki's boobs and says, plenty of room to grow. And she says, what? And he's like, or you can take the subtle approach. And then she says, what? And she says, I know, you know what I'm talking about. End of episode. The subtle approach. Was that what she said? When, when she objected to the phrase, you have plenty of room to grow. Yeah. Her alternative path forward in life, I suppose, was that, that Maki could take the subtle approach, quote unquote. I was hoping some clarity from you. Maybe she means like, well, you can't use your boobs to attract people, but maybe you have a personality. That's what. Yeah. Well, okay. Subtle so approach. Every idol person has different colored and shaped hair. Some yeah. of them emphasize their legs more or less. I could see some of them being. Or she can use her personality to be her charm. Sure. I but did... I think that also meant like they have. What was this? <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> On one hand, the vice president grabbed titties because that would titillate if you will the male audience yeah okay obviously right on the other hand (laughs) i was a girl in high school Uh, i I knew girls in high schools tits tit slapping tit grabbing it's everything up for grabs if you will ah, i was gonna say this has come up on this show before which is why i wanted to ask you about is this something that could have conceivably happened your friend's tits up and did this not be a big deal? Was this just like a Tuesday for her? <laughs> if this, if listen, they didn't know each other, so that is weird. That is weird. I want if this I is just, just straight had, like, math class with yeah with someone, and I didn't talk to them. I wouldn't touch their tits. But my friends, who I eat lunch with every day, honk as much as I want. Honk <laughs> honk. Good lord. It's like no big thing. Wow. Do you also have pillow fights? Is that also true? <laughs> Yeah, Jesus you, Christ! Male yeah, fantasy but when you world. Have pillow fights. You're really trying to clock your friends. You're trying to like. Pfft. Oh, it's more of a roller derby situation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was a strange, like, crazy ambush, and then this this character comes back and it doesn't really God, do that. I miss... We, Amy and I, were just like, "What the fuck was that?" Uh, God, you made you sent me back to high school. This, you, just, uh... Your rose colored glasses on on boob grabbing <laughs> amongst <laughs> girls, I guess. With my friends, it was fun and cool. All right, yeah, and okay. Maybe not every friend group, right? But with my like boundaries, well, that, that's largely what I was asking. Was yeah, is there some context where this isn't like a sexual assault? And you're saying kind of yeah, there is in high school, and you're all like kind of self conscious about your tits and your sexuality, basically. Right. And it's like when you're in a awkward situation and you just point out the awkward thing and everyone's like ha 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 but But in this situation it's your friends the awkward thing (laughs) jesus christ yeah and so you're just like bam and it's fun fair enough uh episode three (laughs) also all my friends and now that we're out of school we're all gay as fuck (laughs) they were signs they were signs episode three so this is this is the day they they have to they have to perform they're gonna try and perform at the um new student orientation yeah gymnasium cafetorium no you're right you're right yeah the big room yeah 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 i'm i didn't it wasn't a correction it was an add-on gymnasium it's okay i'm sorry you were right and i was wrong i didn't mean to correct you (laughs) i meant 
Look, I don't know how big your school was. We only had like one big open space and it had multiple possible we had a names. Theater, so. we had a gymnasium. We had two gyms. You have like you had two gyms? Big gym, small gym, that's right. We had a theater. I don't know if we had an auditorium. Where did you um We did get, most of the stuff in the big gym? Oh, I'm an idiot. The concept of there being an auditorium separate from a theater is so foreign to me. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. The room with seats in it that looks at a stage. To That's me, it would be theater. either of those. Most of the time, we had a school function thing. Everyone goes to the big gym. Yeah. Yeah. How many... Is this bigger than, like, a basketball court? It's a basketball co- court and enough room to have bleachers for, like, a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. So, it's just... It's it's mostly seating. But, like, yeah. the, the event space is still... Yeah. We had the, the small gym, which is one basketball court. Right. That's yeah. probably what I had. <laughs> yeah. And the marshy... Backwoods, Wisconsin, public school. Uh, when my parents went to that school, because they did, um, there was one shared space called a cafetorium, as in it was the cafeteria. And, and the then auditorium. when you needed it to be something else, it was the auditorium. <laughs> Think about that. Like at we least we didn't have a cafeteria though. They built. Where did you eat? What outside? They they sent you outside. To they eat? made you eat outside. If it was rainy, maybe you could eat in a stairwell. If it was rainy, you eat in a stairwell. What? Yeah, was there tables and chairs? No, you just sit down on the fucking ground. Where does the food come from? They don't give you food. They don't. They didn't give they you. They sell f- you food, but they won't give you food. Well, sell you. Yeah, they have a kitchen then. Yeah, they have a kitchen. Well, obviously we're paying for food. Yeah, but that I feel like they have the kitchen more so. We had a. I went to Valley Christian. If you are a San Jose local, you know all the entails. If you aren't, it's a huge. It's um, a compound on K a hill through high school, private school. It's a Christian school. Very sports driven. Is it really? Yes. Did not know that. Oh yeah. Um, it's what every Republican wishes every school was. Yeah. A huge, almost a business unto itself. Yeah. All about sports. All about God. I know. Um, people from work who are not who are I would I would go as far as to say anti Christian, mm-hmm. but they make enough money that their kids go to Valley Christian. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's how fuck that is yeah but anyway uh i was just i'm a little curious slash envious like even like madison public schools were like huge and luxurious compared to like my little thing Mm. so the fact that there was like a rich people's california school is just like what magical Mm. large rooms did you have but this (laughs) idea that you get outside is also but also outside is probably safe most of the time you didn't didn't have like blistering cold winters like we did right like we go outside to eat our fucking i will say pizza hut (laughs) every time it was mentioned that we don't that we like were eating outside or that there was no cafeteria or something. My parents were like, ugh. Something to complain about. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like, what the fuck? It does sound like a what? It's like kind of the first big room a school would have. Yeah. You know? Like I went to six schools because they are not all rolled into one like yours. Yeah. All of them have a cafeteria. Well, I don't know if cafeterias are de rigor for California schools. Huh. Because when I... Whenever I imagine a California school, like you're at lunch, you're just eating outside at a table. Oh my God, that's crazy. Is, maybe, is it like picnic tables outside? Or is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's picnic tables. Okay. Um, I ate on the baseball bleachers. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. It, you are slumming it a little bit. What is this? A little bit. I mean, there's probably some cool aspect of that. It's probably more freedom. Yeah. Like we didn't have like open campus until high school where you could actually like leave or like do yeah. whatever you want. I don't think we had open campus though. Oh. The guards would like, shoot you when you left the hill. <laughs> yeah. They had the, the, the sniper's advantage because you have to go downhill and they would have the <laughs> exactly. eagle eye on you. 
Okay. Uh, well, that's school in America. Uh, listener, if you had a different school experience somewhere in the world, please write in <laughs> animeandfrenchpower.com. Let us know uh, if you had a Japanese or American or something else. I don't think they have cafeterias at Japanese schools either. I never see them. You're eat. right. In persona, you're They're eating in the classroom. Never at the cafeteria. You just find a place at school Fuck. and eat. Fuck. Usually Fuck. they eat in the classroom. That's crazy. I guess because they stay in the same room. Yeah. So that's kind of home base. That makes a little more sense. Yeah. But this is still like this is eating. This is preparing you to eat in your cubicle at work, right? Yeah. Which is the most like droning thing in the world. I recently switched an open office layout where that is obnoxious, and yet I do it unapologetically because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what the best thing for me is for you to complain about me and for management to be wrong for making you sit close to me. Yeah. But I'm my God given right to eat at my desk <laughs> while I work. I don't care. Today I had uh, Indian food. Huh. I got the vegetarian option. Good for Ooh. me. Because uh, I noticed that uh, they they do samo samosas samosas Samo- I got two samosas and chickpea blend with the uh, cucumber sauce or whatever. Oof. It was wonderful. But I felt like an obnoxious asshole. Asshole. Like somebody eating oh, Indian yeah. food like three feet away from you when like you're done eating. Like I don't want to like work through that. No. No, um, that's awful. No. No. Anyway, Cody's what work bitching f- hour. <laughs> the book we're talking about. Episode three. Uh, so yeah, post sexual assault. They are practicing. <laughs> they they uh, uh, Katori brings the outfits. And this is Umi is embarrassed and freaks out and then comes out with her uh, with her leggings on and they pull them down and they're like you'll be fine. Yeah. And they all look basically identical. Yeah. You know, like the body types in the show are almost yeah. very close to the same with a few attention to detail things. Hair aside, hair is all crazy all over the Boobs place. are always, the boobs are the only real place you're going to find differences. I was surprised how consistent they were given, there was no like huge like American boob girl, but there was a difference that was very consistent through the whole thing as a attention to detail yeah and i bet this is built into the fandom of each of these people a lot maybe because a of, creepy dude their specific boob size yes yes i bet course. there's a like a whole like leonardo da vinci sketchbook yeah comparing these on the, on the yeah. human wheel or some shit gross <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, um what happens oh there's a first year character who i can't remember her fucking name we're learning it yes yeah, so there's a new crop of first years that are going to get involved uh, um in this shit. she's glasses girl yeah the the library glasses where the um the tops of the frames are missing the bar mm. so they can go down her nose farther i don't know how that works sometimes you do know. you have frames at the bottom you wear glasses sometimes don't you yeah but i don't know shit about glasses you don't want to talk about them all right <laughs> Yeah, so there's shy girl. I mostly wear glasses so that when I do comedy, people think I'm smart. Doesn't not work. <laughs> also, it helps that you're smart. Um, this this not is the, in uh, my jokes. Not in your jokes. Not if not you just not knew corny, my jokes. The, you think I'm a fucking? <laughs> you think I'm lewd as fuck? Whatever. You're right. The character you play. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is the super shy, bookwormish girl. Yeah. Who we find is uh, super obsessed with idol groups. Uh, and it's kind of their first fan, their first yeah. kind of super fan. And she uh, is uh, overwhelmed when they're handing out flower or flowers, flyers, Fly- flyers. And then she's got a friend who's kind of a, a red, ha- short, tomboyish, red-haired yeah. cat, cat girl. She makes the cat she face says, a lot nah, for no reason, she really. Says, yeah, she does cat face. She later will have cat ears and tail. And uh, we we're introduced to them. And then okay, the first concert happens, and oh no, oh no, no one's there. No one's there. And the um the student president gets mad at them. It's like, what are you gonna do now? 
And they <laughs> did like she's so like villainy for like kind of no reason. Yeah, like it's a big burden that there's another club, but like that's her whole point is there's too many clubs and exactly. And and she she also objects that this is a use it they're doing this as a recruiting tool, not for themselves. Yeah, but as we're learning, it's doing it a lot for themselves. It's doing it mostly <laughs> for themselves. Hey, 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 start dash. Uh, hey, 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 Star Dash. I don't know. It feels like a, a Sonic the Hedgehog move. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Star Dash. It's like hit, hit, hit B and then down and then forward and you'll like have an extra like fireball coming out of your butt. It's a Star Dash. Guys, <laughs> like it's how you kill the prickly thing. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I never really played Sonic. I love the 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 shitty little english that they try to throw in uh uh j-pop yeah like the ref- like sometimes so part of the endearing. chorus yeah yeah uh one of the songs uh for your monterey set that was um girls generation which is k-pop <gasps> oh uh, uh that amy put on there was holiday and it's because there's a lot of english in it and oh. so um it wasn't like strangely not in english which might have been a little weird yeah uh, but if i just- did it there'd be a lot too wait if i made the music there'd be too much strangely not in english Especially when we had some like Asian comics, I didn't want to be like, and the Asian's done. Here's some Asian music, yeah, right? Yeah. But I wanted to just be like, it was fun dance music, which yeah. was the point, and I didn't want to like cross those wires. It went well. It was fine. The music was weird. Oh, also, also, um, when I was talking to you about this show, I was like, oh, are we are, for this week? Are we going to do the J-pop one? And my phone autocorrected J-P-O-P space bar mm-hmm. K-P-O-P. Shots fired. Shots Damn. fired iPhone. And I know this is based on my personal history. So it's probably like Cody has written the word K pop six times, J pop zero times in, in the last four years. Did you know? But just not missing a beat. It was just like, oh, you meant K pop. And I was like, whoa. I don't know if this is true or not. But um, so in Korea, this is what I heard. I can't, I heard years ago. I don't know if it's true. But Korea, their name for the country is different. It's not Korea. Oh, probably not. Same way Japan is not Japan. And Japan's Nihon. Right. And France isn't France, so it's, you know, whatever. But it's France in French. Uh, it's, uh, maybe I think it's Spain. Spain is Espana. Espana. France isn't France. France what? isn't France, but I think look it's... Up, look up current Google Maps, because they stopped putting all the country names in English, because they realize, and they put them in parentheses, because they realize it's kind of, like, really fucking imperialistic for us to call yeah. the countries by... What, Damn, not the English version of the name, but rather just oh no, it oh no, it's back. Oh fuck! The last time I looked this up, it said Espana, and then underneath it said Spain. Yeah, and then I'm looking at it right now; it's all in English again. So I don't know what. Maybe they did. You, I bet you just changed the setting or something. <laughs> I think that Google Analytics was like Cody's too white to like appreciate <laughs> no. this. Was it Frances? Yeah, of yeah. course. Like it's it, close enough. It, it it's at least like the analog. Yeah, right? yeah, it's not like a completely different. Yeah, um, deal or whatever. What like I Mexico heard versus Mexico or something is that. When Japan was occupying Korea, oh no, they made Korea have their official name be Korea, oh. so that at the UN or whatever, Japan would come first. JK, holy shit, that's yeah. petty enough for me to believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Fuck yeah. Do you know what the name for Korea is? I do not know. I want to look it up. The two Koreas use different names refer to themselves: Chosun in North Korea and Hankook. Han. Hanguk. Oh, so H. Right. H oh, yeah, comes before Hangul. J. A... Damn, babe. Damn. Damn. That is a weird that's something I just grew up never thinking about is like the none of these country names are what the people in the like Deutschland is Germany, right? Yeah. Like what the fuck Germany. is Germany? Germany is what English people call the country of Deutschland. Yeah. How fucking disrespectful is that? It's awful. 
right? And at least like United States isn't a name. It's not a proper noun. It's two descriptive words. So like if someone in Spanish calls it Estados Unidos, that's just literally the translation yeah. of two words we chose to call it because we don't have like America as a name, right? But like United States isn't a name. So United I'm not going to like be like uh, offended by it. But if you had like a name for your country and then some English person was like, oh yeah, that other name I'm calling you. <laughs> it's like, well, fuck you. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You don't have to speak my language. But you can like, call me by my goddamn name. Like. <laughs> I don't know. I, that was kind of a culture shock to me when I was like, it was probably late high school when I first realized that like, oh, every country has another name. It's like <laughs> the actual name of the country. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how like, I don't know, like we lack of perspective we have. Anyway, love life. <laughs> school out of the project. Uh, uh, do you know what the, uh, the real name for Antarctica is? Oh, is this a trick question? <laughs> is it like? Say no, I don't. No, I don't. It's pangnum noise. <laughs> they are. That's the native people. <laughs> it's the natives. They call it penguin noise. I was thinking it was gonna be like Argentina South or something. Um, I'm gonna try that in an open mic. It's not gonna work. There's <laughs> a lot. It's a long journey to get there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they they uh, this is, they have one song. This is the idea that you're doing a concert with one song, and then they finish the song. And they're like, "Oh, guys, we only Bye. have the one song. Like, what do we do?" I mean. Doing it at a, as a school thing, yeah. I can believe that. That's all you get. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay, so episode four, uh, uh, we start with a fun comedy. Uh, inter- oh! Oh, oh, they meet the school animals. Llamas. Alpacas. Fuck you. What? <laughs> you say that, yet you're sitting seven inches away from Studio Dweller. <laughs> We don't have a name for them yet, and there's only one we inside to it. We have several new studio dwellers. We have a lot of fun pillow creatures. They're, the, they're uh, brought to us by Mother of Cats, mostly from Urban Outfitters. It's alpaca. It's an alpaca, it's an alpaca. which is a, a fun little llama thing with a really big fuzzy Fun neck. little what thing? Llama thing. That's right. No, it's they're related. I'm just saying they don't, you know, they're different. Okay, okay. I didn't. We can take the Not shaving out. Not all black people are African Americans. There you go. <laughs> Some of them are alpacas. <laughs> so there's two of them. Wrong side of history. <laughs> One of them has its haircut, so you can see its its nice face. Yes. Uh, but it has a fuzzy neck, and then he's got a, a, a mean little tan friend who you can't see his face because the hair is. <laughs> That's face. a weird way to put that. Well, I mean, one of them's brown, and one of them is white, or whatever. But they're well, okay. wrong but, side of history. Jesus Christ! It's two alpacas. They're d- delightful. And they come back. I thought this would be a one-time gag, and we kept watching, no. and, and they come back. Like they are, they are ten feet out of the quad. Like they are in the school proper. You know, they are not down on the farm. They are, they are in the the, the vicinity. It, so I know people are eating lunch next to these things yeah. as we find. I know in Japan, a lot of times they'll have like a school pet or like a class pet. Yeah, and sometimes like they'll have bunny cages. Yeah. And I can understand students taking care of bunnies. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think that in America too, al- we have hamsters and shit. Yeah, right? an alpaca is a bit much to ask. <laughs> That's kind of a whole deal. Where I didn't know they had alpacas graze. Um, sorry. Where do they like walk around? Peru or like no like... the alpacas at this school? Oh, right. Like, well, we see a little pen, and yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if they're just they walking out just in the stay quad. They're all time. The soccer field. <laughs> I don't this know. Is some blackfish shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, is freaking out about them because they're so cute yeah she just likes to watch them eat which is i get it 
Um, as you find out, Glasses Girl uh, uh, takes care of them mm-hmm. and can kind of like calm them down because there's some slapstick comedy with them like getting mad and stuff. I don't know. Alpacas are great. So this episode is about Glasses Girl joining the idol group because that's what she wanted since she was a little kid. Yeah, she was the one that was obsessed with them, but she's too shy to do anything she's about it. Blah blah blah. So this whole episode is just like like convincing her to do it. She mm-hmm. and her um her cat friend. Uh, is kind of encouraging her, and then the um, she also bumps into the music girl a few yeah. times, and, and and they get teaches her to project with this too. Yeah, by the she, end, she um her 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 bestie cat girl. It doesn't really go into it. It kind of secretly hints that she she's a tomboy, but she wants a, a chance and excuse to do girly things. Every time she tries, she gets uh, called out and embarrassed. Yeah, they have a um, Reen. What? Oh, Rin. Rin, yeah. Uh, flashback where she, as a child, wears a skirt for once. Yeah. And, like, boys are like, ha-ha, you're wearing a skirt? That's dumb because we say so, and apparently our opinion is of import here. It, like like all 11-year-old boys, ha-ha, I'm going to say something flippant that I didn't think much about, and it's going to have an impression on you that will last the rest of your life. And then the <laughs> next thing they say is, hey, let's go run over there! <laughs> Which is some great off-screen dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> the screenwriting is just great. I'm going over there. It, it was not unbelievable. It, it felt grounded it in, in their character. They ran to the location they arrived at. That's what They ran to being on screen? Why not run to being off-screen? <laughs> if this was My Hero Academia, they would have started crying and be like, why couldn't I be over there? <laughs> Anyways, even, oh, just by the way, even if you're a cisgendered person, don't let other people judge your gender expression. Yeah, no way. Yeah, be a fucking individual human being. Yeah. Okay, so we're just going to gloss over this Don't bitch out when it comes to your gender expression. Don't be what? Don't bitch out. Bitch out. I just want to say the most progressive thing I can in the most regressive way I can. In the most, like, gendered, like, yeah. It's for the purposes of this podcast. I have given up on not saying bitch because it's too common. Not maybe for this episode. I double down on it. Yeah, to cover up for it. You're lacking on. You're you're dragging your heels. Someone's got to be the straight white guy around here. (laughs) Might as well be you. And it's just too on the nose to have you be the straight white guy. (laughs) Subverting expectations. (laughs) Basic comedy. Uh, Okay, so this whole episode is just getting her to do it, and she's whatever. She's cute. She goes over the house. She sees the. This uh, um, Hawk's sister, like in the mirror, and what? There, there's some cute comedy shit, but mostly we're just getting her to to join the club, and she does it. So it's a recruiting mission one, and then right at the end they kind of slide in. Oh, by the way, uh, we need um, uh, the music person to officially join, who hasn't quite officially yeah. joined, and then uh, red hair cat girl, her best friend. Oh, you should join too, and they both yeah. kind of agree. So we kind of get three people, but the whole story is really about yeah, uh, she's she's the thread that ties it all together. Yeah. Uh, so we got some first. So those, those, all three of those are first yeah. years. The three originals are second years. Uh, so we're up to six, mm-hmm. um, and I think total we're going to get up to oh, nine. And the um, the dilemma they introduce in episode four is that they need five members to have a club. Yeah, and they recruited their fourth one, and they tacked on five and six, and no one realized they went, got yeah. over the five threshold. <laughs> but okay, so episode five, uh, they kind of tease at the end of four that there is this like person keeping tabs on the surveillance yeah. person this yeah kind of pers- someone leaves a nasty comment on one of their videos uh, mr robot situation <laughs> um 
This is Nico. Uh, this is an upper class man. Uh, first yes. one older Third than their mates. And so, sure, I. It took too long to introduce her. Yeah, I don't necessarily. In, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I, I don't necessarily love her character or want to hear her talk or do anything. But her purpose is important because she, she's a different personality yeah. and has a different thing going someone on. Someone is around to say no. Yes, and then you can have a scene because someone can like be the thing you work against. Yeah, there's some friction and pressure. So she's the the idol expert she mm-hmm. runs the pop idol research group which yeah. is dwindled down to just her she was apparently formerly in an idol group that kind of fell apart yeah and so she's a pretentious pushy expert and then thinks that they're embarrassing the group yeah. uh and so Nico she's a hard very sell. interesting in the creation the purpose she serves in relation to the creepy guys who are going to watch this Oh, no, I have not thought about this. Go on. <laughs> so the way she is introduced in episode three is by leaving like a judgy, gross comment on the video. Right. And she like judges them for all this shit. Yeah. And I feel like she's appealing to the dumb internet troll dude. Oh. Who's going to be hypercritical of everything these girls are doing. Because exactly. for some reason, he is entitled to them being better than they are, apparently. Right. This is like the person's like, ah, oh, this fucking singer is bullshit and dumb. It's like, well, you, first off, you barely listen to them. Uh, second off, <laughs> how many number care? one albums do you have? Care about? Yeah. No <laughs> one cares about your opinion. Yes. So then you take that personality trait, you transpose it onto a cute girl. And so now you're absolved of that because it's a personality trait convenient. that a cute girl has. It's convenient. So you can imagine, like, oh, she'd get me. Yeah, and then uh, it also absolves the show. I enjoyed the show much more when I was not thinking about the people it was yes. appealing to. So yeah. thank you for shattering the fun I was having. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I, we because this personality angle exists, yeah. and I'm sure it exists in some women. So that she was taking on that. But you're right. Is as far as the culture we live in, especially the media and media criticism culture we yeah. live in, the overwhelmingly thing that we are beaten over the head with is that dudes, especially straight white dudes, are just completely convinced without question that their opinion not only matters but is worth being heard right now while other people are trying to either enjoy or discuss something and also then her whole thing was i was like idols their purpose are to make people happy yeah so then it's like even more like saying hey you weird gross guy at home if these girls aren't making you happy then that's that's their fault. It's very consumeristic. Yes. Yes. They're, yeah. She, she, it's, she it's understands. customer facing business tactics, which right. anyone who's ever worked for business knows are bullshit. <laughs> I did, while I was not thinking about that angle and that might have told me off, I did appreciate her. I, I did kind of appreciate the business side she took to it. Yeah, it I, is, because it is a commercial product, yeah. she was kind of the expert in saying, look, these decisions are made the, for a reason. Yeah. These are the things they do that these are why they do it. Mm-hmm. We need to practice these things to get these results. And I yeah. like the straightforward, like, like kind of um, no nonsense, like, like get work done angle to it. Mm-hmm. But you're right in that they're using this as a mechanism to absolve a lot of problems and also uh, invigorate probably the more problematic yeah. uh, uh, demographic this appeals to, especially if you were to tell me this is like overwhelmingly enjoyed by men, that kind of taints all of this. Yeah. Um, in my little bubble of just appreciating this for what it was. She's very fun. She's I, very I, fun. I, I was so happy to have her here doing these <laughs> things. 
<laughs> but it was a bubble for sure. Her name is Nico, which I thought was Japanese for cat. Is not. It's not Neko. I I do not I have the subtlety of the language down at yeah. all. I am missing things left and right. I don't know my ends and my m's and when they can be m's, when they can be ends, and when they can't be ends and m's. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> and so basically. She runs the Idol Research Club. She's got all the merch. And the um, president, the class president says, we already have an Idol-based club. You can't be an Idol club as long as this club club exists. So they try to get her to join their thing. But she's like, fuck you guys. So they have to like learn about her and come to understand her to get them her to join their group, just like any good JRPG. (laughs) Exactly. They all show up to one of her meetings that she would normally do alone. Yeah. Which, to her credit, it was like, well, it's Tuesday at 435, so time to start the meeting, even though it's she's been the only person in the group for a year, and we see her very sadly like walk to the door and unlock it and move in. And it's like, what's this? And it's like they had the minutes done, they had the budget done, they Mm -hmm. were ready to organize things. Like Oh, and we learned that her backstory is that she when she started, it was a school idol group. She has five. But her standards were so high that everyone Uh... left. Head bitch in charge. Uh, yeah. Okay, so they 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 win her over, and she's going to join the group. So that's cool. I I think she thinks she's going to lead the group. I think that's the next episode. Yeah. The, both these episodes are kind of getting this group moving with with her kind of at the helm now. But now they. So how does it work? They they figure out they need a leader. Yeah. So why? It, oh, they're doing interviews for the, each people. The fifth episode is a little contrived. Uh, <laughs> um, it starts with. The vice president says, oh, we're filming interviews for something for our school. The student council is in, is responsible for um, kind of doing a cascade, like a, a preview of all the clubs yeah. so people can watch these videos and decide what club to join. Yeah. And so they're going to interview and show kind of the behind the scenes of each club. And so they do this with each of the members. And it turns out they're all as lazy pieces of shit, yeah. <laughs> which is very relatable. Uh, but didn't really cast the whole thing in a in a positive light because they're all kind of like fucking around all the time. Yeah, eating bread in <laughs> metaphorically. I don't know. Uh, but um, so when they're doing this, it comes up the question of who's the leader. Yeah. So I know in um girls' generation, it's a very obvious leader and it's a very obvious number two. Mm. I don't know many other uh, uh, idol groups. Is this always? And some of them are only like three people. And I know uh, like Destiny's Child, like Beyonce was a leader, right? So like, yeah, I know there's always a leader, but is that it? They, jumping ahead, they kind of decide to be an ensemble without necessarily yeah. a leader per se. But is, their spiritual lead, leader remains Honks. Uh, obviously, yeah, because it's all spirit, right? It's yeah. not ability or or and she how started big it, your boobs and are or whatever the fuck. She is the most liked one, I think. Yeah, yeah. She has the right color of red hair. I don't know. That's right. <laughs> Uh, uh, there's a very fun game where uh, Nico wants herself to be the leader. Yeah. And she keeps like, well, if I have to. And they just fucking ignore her she the whole time. Con- she constructs a situation where everyone must conclude that she has to be the leader, but no one is smart no or on the ball enough. No one catches on to it. No one's even paying attention. She's playing 17-dimensional chess, and everyone and else is playing regular chess. Yeah, regular chess. Regular chess. So, yeah. I love that. I liked her character for that. Yeah, it's like no, I like that she, too. she she she's too stuck up and outsmarting everyone to her own detriment. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's fu- that's a, it reminded me it's a Fraser thing, right? Yes, right. If you're going to be the pretentious one, it's like you're hoisted on your own petard of your own mind games, right? And yeah. that's and you fail because of that. And then we get to have fun with you. <laughs> Love that. Niles owns the same kind of suit that I bought for New Year's. Ooh. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, they uh, go to like she tries to set up these tests to see who's the best at things. A karaoke thing to see yeah. who's the best singer, which is a graded. Like, it is like a, a rock band or whatever that other game is, where it grades you. Yeah, shit. 
It's, it's, you're playing Yakuza Zero or whatever. Like yeah, yeah. you get a, like the end A B C double A S class on your on your. I'm assuming they have a tone meter. Do I meter. actually have to sing in Yakuza Zero? I forget. You not the player. You oh. it's a rhythm game. You hit the buttons, but oh, your character good. is singing. And also, it, there's two modes. There's one mode where you're singing the the melody. Mm. And there's another mode where you're providing auxiliary things. So you're mm. clapping or tambourining or like shouting out like fun interjections between beats like hey 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 and it's just like you're the mobster in like a like a white suit alone in a room and you do that and then you get a call on the wall and it's like yeah your hour's up and you're like let it ride put me down for two i'm gonna do the one about the fish you know (laughs) it looks fun as hell i I watched a twitch streamer uh do it the other day um Shout out at Miss Cups Cakes. Uh, Look that up. Chun season three. She's going to be great. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So at the end of this, so the leader is still kind of late. Honks is still kind of the leader, yeah. but they kind of are all She's the together. nicest one. Yeah. And she she has the spirit of all and they can keep, keep focus. Uh, did we keep going? I think we watched. That was, I think that's, nope, where, I we think that's where, we, it's where we ended. Okay. So we watched six episodes. Of yeah. This. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be some competition with schools and this is going to turn assume. into a, a high school musical or a. Yeah, the other schools lower zone regionals. characters don't really become an entity as far as I know. Okay. But I don't know, it's I don't know what else happens after everyone joins. The overarching plot is the uh the school's gonna shut down, they're trying to save it. Yeah. So they'll probably kinda save it and then also probably kinda have to keep saving it yeah. forever. I don't know. That this is what this is. I it, it's fun. It is fun. I feel like it's kinda basic and slow and straightforward. Yeah. But I feel like for what it's trying to do, if you told me this is a school, a show in a high school about pop idols in a high school, yeah, I feel like this is what you're signing up for. Yeah, totally. And I feel like it does a good job of that. And so I want to say, I, while I wouldn't like recommend this, I want to keep watching this personally. I feel like I would put this in the top half of things we watched easily, oh, without yeah. question. Hmm. I felt never like, ugh, like. I rarely had that. There was the mm. weird grabby thing, but like otherwise, I don't know. I kind of, I think I'm pro this, and and maybe it's I'm, not bad. I I don't want to learn anything about its toxic following or William you Shatner. You don't want to hear about the honks situation. <sighs> this is a situation. Yeah, okay, the honks. I guess near I do. tragedy to the fandom that happened. Oh, okay. I do want. I do want, for the this sake of the show. show you I how need... weird and controlling the fans are. I'm so sad so... right now. Is it? Could it be they ruined it and the show is pure and fine and w- exists in a vacuum without their influence? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Um, <laughs> Can I live in that fantasy world for yeah. a second? Yeah. Great. Yeah, okay. Oh, Enjoy it. Breathe the air. <gasps> okay. okay now we're ready. Okay. No, right. So Homura's <laughs> voice actress. Not the character, the person that voices this character. This came up earlier. You did. Yes, okay. there was a JAV, Japanese adult video, where people thought someone, they took this person to be that voice actress. And I don't know whether it is her or not, not relative, but people went fucking insane and they like burned their Homura merchandise because their character was then sullied. Because the person that voiced them may have been in a pornography. This is so okay. So this is what this is what you're talking about with their um the more conservative they dress, it's because they're like sheltered and saved for you and not yes. exposed to people. And so you're the idea that like 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 uh something like like dudes in the West are into mm-hmm. um like 
okay, I mean, like, HBO's a bad example because everyone gets naked on HBO. But, yeah. like, if you were, like, super into, like, Wonder Woman is, a, is like, a 19-year-old a dude. Yeah. And then you find out that Gal Gadot, like, posed naked, like, the next week. It'd be, like, a fucking celebration. Yeah. You'd be like, everything I wanted is coming true. Exactly. And you're saying, this, it's not even the same woman. Yeah, no. Possibly. Some real, it's the voice actress, too. Yeah. It's a cartoon. And this like caused them to like throw a crusade like they this they person took is the ruining. They bought of this character because they loved this character and destroyed it because insane. Appar- they were now sullied. Insanity. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So that's what I'm talking about when toxic per- pa- fans. This is yeah, and this is not even like the kind of toxic I'm used to. So no. this is probably why I was so like tone deaf, like not connecting with what was going on. Like, exactly. It just wasn't even like like <laughs> I believe that there'd be like an internet crusade that like Lindsay Lohan waited eight years too late to be naked. Right. Like not that she would have been a problem. You know, like, I don't know. Like it's, Can it's toxic. Like, and such a complete, completely wrong recently? thing. Oh God. I'm sorry to bring that up. I don't know. I, Go ahead. I heard Lindsay Lohan is somehow now involved in the sex trade of Turkey. Whoa. I, I don't know. I hope that was some sober calculation and not like the end of a spiral of a nightmare that I didn't want to yeah, know anything about. I don't about. know. I don't know. I don't know. I heard it and I'm putting it out there. I, I never took the time to fact check it, but I'm saying it on my own podcast. If you're a fan of Lindsay Lohan or a resident of Turkey, please write in animeandfreshpower.com. SoundCloud.com. I mean, slash as anime long as she's happy. Whether she is or not. I mean, I don't know what makes Lindsay Lohan happy. I'm so sorry I brought this Lindsay up. Lohan? I liked Mean Girls. I loved Mean Girls. Yeah. Wasn't that great? It was amazing. Like, how often I do you get... I love The Parent Trap. <laughs> I never watched it, but it was it was a little... I was a little too old for, for a Disney-based thing, but I, I remember it marketed. I was just old enough. You're right, right in the zone. Um, I grew up more on the Mary-Kate and Ashley movies that were like that. Those were superior. I don't know if that's true, because they cranked those motherfuckers out. <laughs> exactly. There, there was, was like more, 25 so of them. As a child, I could get more into it. Nice. There was more of a mythos. More canon. They they lived at an aquarium for a while, <laughs> and they were in Australia. I remember they were detectives. Yes, and they, had, they also had slumber parties. Uh, I'm looking forward to Detective Pikachu. I hear it's going to be a movie. I don't know anything about Detective Pikachu, because like I said in the show, uh, I only have played Pokemon Red and Blue in the Pokemon Go seasons 1, 2, and 3. I don't know anything about it. Detective Pikachu! I forgot that was going to happen. So it wasn't like somebody like James Franco or like yeah. The Rock or somebody crazy was going to be like in it. huge. Yeah, it was going to be like star opposite. Oh, no, Ryan Reynolds. It was Ryan Reynolds. Fucking Deadpool. I don't know if I want that. I, he's a beautiful man. People are trying to do a petition to get um Danny DeVito. <laughs> I, Wouldn't that be perfect? I've never given Always Sunny a chance. I know I should. It's good writing. It's one of the longest running comedies in American television. I know, and it's one of the most successful and has a huge following. And I know there's things to appreciate about it. I saw episode one five years ago and it's it rubbed me the wrong way and I was Cody. like, blah. There yes. is a little, a little mean humor. A little mean humor. You know, I can't, I I'm a little fuzzy alpaca pillow inside. And I need my <laughs> comedy to be positive. Uh. All right, we got 13 minutes before my recording will automatically stop. So oh, shit. I think we're done with this. Fan corner. Fan corner. Don't check the SoundCloud. Jesus Christ, Fanny, way to out me. Ooh, we got a like on Lizzie Nolan's episode from Gabby Reyes. Thanks, Gabby. <laughs> You're our number one fan of the week. Um, Please write in with something other than a heart, and <laughs> we will read it verbatim on air and love you forever. Yeah. 
Uh, do we have a new city? Okay, Cleveland. You're going crazy, Cleveland. I don't know. Who is in Cleveland? Who, we have called out. Uh, should we do a live episode in Cleveland? We should go to Cleveland. We, we called out um, Lawndale. Lawndale. Look, there was a Cleveland, listener. Cleveland, Ohio, get at us. Yeah, we had a listener in Lawndale, super positive, loving listener. We called out regularly as Lawndale. They wrote in. We ignored it for six weeks accidentally. We watched their episode. We hated Tore it. And I don't think they've listened since. So, Cleveland, if we you would please. We are the worst. We killed our fans. We killed one of our few fans. I didn't even realize that. Why would he listen to us? We fucking hated the thing he likes. We could have. We did like some things about it, but you sure wouldn't have thought of that listening to what we said. So, Cleveland. I forgot that we're not likable enough to not be likable. <laughs> Cleveland, we, Cleveland, we need you. Cleveland, write in and tell us what animes you like, and what you like, like about it. the show. We'll tell you all the good things about it. You're right. No, we will we will be ourselves. We will be honest and critical, but we will also champion and celebrate the things we like about it because we do like almost everything we've watched, we've liked the, things about. Yes. It's just what do we spend our time talking about? And sometimes we can be a little negative. Be a little negative a little Nancy's. Negative Nancy's. But also, I still maintain there's not enough critical discussion of anime. Yeah. And if that has to be our job, then fuck it. <laughs> you go to one of these anime conventions and everyone loves everything. And it's like that. No, no, is, no one loves everything. everything or people's descriptions of why they don't like things like uh that anime shit shit taste the girls aren't good uh that's yeah. that anime's gay this game sucks cuz the graphics are bad it's, it's like, like go fuck yourself fuck you <laughs> have a thought let it exist in your head mull it over god <laughs> cleveland ohio we need you please cleveland i i i'm curious if you went to the we are the pretentious nikos <laughs> Did you go to that zero and sixteen Browns uh, parade? Ooh, that was kind of mean spirited by the city, but you know what? However, you can cope with having a fucking terrible football franchise. Power to you. At number That's three, hilarious. after Cleveland and San Jose, number three is Baguio, Baguio City, Philippines. B a g u i o city. Looking that up right now. For two people who live in San Jose, I actually know way more about the Philippines than I do. I know. I want to yeah, like Dean is Filipino, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, friend of friends of the show, Dean Santiago. I mean, it's, it's it's Spanish and American culture combining and their own native culture. Our friend of friends of the show, Jeff Ringle, got his puppy from there. Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, you're going to have lots of chicken-based dishes. I've seen pictures because we live in San Jose. Every Thanksgiving, you get plenty of pictures of Filipino Thanksgivings. Oh. And they always look bomb as fuck. They have the Thanksgiving there. Yeah. You don't usually get Thanksgiving or at least of a America. Filipino families here doing Thanksgiving. Oh, I see what you're saying. And you Sorry. see like hot dish, hot dish. It's like, damn, I need all of this. There is half a million people in the metro area. Ooh. Uh, so it's a pretty big ass city. I could have thought of more. Interesting things to say before I start Is talking. anyone notable from there? <laughs> Robert Baden-Powell, British founder of the scouting movement and namesake of Baden-Powell Building. Scouting as in Boy Scouts. Let's talk about Boy Scout stories. Oh, he started the Scouts? Yes. And the oh, Scouts oh. started in Britain? These are people from here at the um, colonial period, American colonial period. I guess I don't want to... Well, ah, fuck that. We're not going to talk about that Let's today. talk about your colonialism, Philippines. Yeah, fuck, right? I thought Wes Anderson invited the Boy Scouts. Oh, let's talk about um, Kidlad. 
Tahamil. I can't say fucking Filipino names. I'm so sorry. All of my friends and family. The, not my family, but the, friends. Who the I work with major language of the Philippines is Tagalog. Yeah, which came up last episode. Yeah, because hella Filipinos live in San Jose, and I should really know more about it. Oh, no. Lizzie we, would know a shit ton. Listener, we are shamed by your presence and enthusiasm for our podcast, uh, and so please write in with a, with a shout-out to something you'd like us to know. So, um... Educate our asses. Is the Philippines where they have kickboxing? Yeah. Or is that Taiwan? Or is that... That is Filipino. Thailand. Uh, the, the famous Filipino kickboxer... The boxer, what's his name? God, God, he like is a, a statesman there. The whole deal. Okay. Uh, um, no, what's his name? I should remember it. Mayweather. No, no. No. Jesus. But he fought him. Holyfield. No. <laughs> <laughs> Give me names. I wouldn't know. Are they in Street Fighter? I don't know. Are you insane? This is a huge sportsman. You know the guy I'm talking about, though. Sportsman. No, I don't. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to figure this out. This is what this fan corner is about, about shaming Cody for not even having the idea. I at least know this is a person. All right, you have three minutes and five seconds. <laughs> Manny Pacquiao, you fuck. Manny Pacquiao, that does sound pretty that, that's, that's a little familiar. A little familiar. I, kickboxing is so fun because it, it looks so much like regular boxing. There's fucking like Lego just shoot up there. It's like, dang. <laughs> they got some extra buttons on this controller. <laughs> dang. I don't know. It's... I'm, my, my my little cute western eyes i'm used to the big big shorts you know keeping those legs down there not i get that it's all in the legs i just yeah. don't, I, don't, I don't think i could see a flash of leg you know? <laughs> i can see the the what, what did you the call it the, absolute zone the, the absolute, absolute territory zone, the absolute, yeah the kickboxing is regular boxing with the absolute territory yeah, true on display anyways thank you philippines thank you philippines please educate us because we are so fucking ignorant we about your culture apparently are the huge filipino population here is not enough because we're white douchebags <laughs> anyways quick quick review i uh like this anime i kind of like it what do it's you feel not bad not Fandom bad i have thoughts on the way it's targeted i have thoughts on but the anime, it's good. It Five does hours. what it wants to do. Exactly. It's successful, and it does what it's doing well. I, I totally agree. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal, this anime. Okay. I've been Courtney. I've been Cody. This has been Anime and Friendship Hour. Goodbye, Jojo. Goodbye, Jojo. Nico, Nico, <laughs> I love that shit. Hey everyone, I want to thank you so much for listening and also really quickly want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much. <laughs>